like it was ooh. Like it was, ooh. I'm feeling lucky, cruising down the riverside, west side of Kentucky. Ooh. I'm feeling lucky. Ladies and gentlemen, after nearly a month hiatus, the Jack and Zach Talk Cat Show is back with episode number 35. We're also doing something we haven't done in almost 20 episodes. We've got a guest, folks. Uh, Jack, if you would, introduce Mr. Brandon Knight's cousin, Andy Knight. <laughs> All right. Well, that, how can I top that intro? Uh, yeah, man. I can't, First off, can't believe it's been almost a month since we put out anything. It really Second has. Off, that it's been, what'd you say? 20 weeks or 20 episodes which 20 episodes this is number 35 yeah that's that's okay ckd and all the way back to episode uh 16 i believe was the last guess mm. that's tough well anyway glad we're changing that i think it's good to have people on here and tonight we're joined by a friend of mine from hopkinsville named andy knight andy's with us and uh we're glad to have you buddy i appreciate you having me on Good you deal. listen to the show, Andy? Uh, every now and then. <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah, we do. We do. The, and I, and you listen to it every time y'all drop. You've really <laughs> been with us from the start, too. So that's that's uh, kudos to you. We appreciate you listening and, and now participating. Yeah, we, we oh. kind of needed to bring somebody on because we haven't done this in a month because we kind of been down with that whole last situation. Our episode was about the old Final Four was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a good topic. Yeah, yep. so we won't even talk about it. It's <laughs> it's, it's old news. We're just going to move on. Yep, I like it. Uh, Jack, do you want to say anything else here? Andy, you want to say anything else, or do you want to ask you some questions? Go ahead, go ahead, ask away. All right, I'm gonna ask you number one here. If you could be any mascot, who would you be? Any mascot. That was also, that's courtesy of Mrs. Orem. That's a good question. Yeah. Not not the animal you choose, but the mascot you choose. Good stuff, Maddie. My mom at, oh, Maddie. Oh, hmm. oh yeah. You're not, not your mom. <laughs> <laughs> your wife. <laughs> that is a really good question. I have no idea. I guess, I guess I'm going to take the cop out answer and say uh, scratch. Oh, the old Homer answer, the Kentucky Wildcats scratch. But I appreciate it. It he's a good looking he's a good looking mascot. Scratch. I didn't know what you were talking about at first. I'm ashamed to say I thought you were just <laughs> weren't going to answer the question. I thought, <laughs> I ain't you didn't know lie. the Wildcats name was Scratch. Yes, I knew the Wildcats oh, okay. name was Scratch, but I just didn't put two and two together because, well, because I'm an idiot, but. Uh, <laughs> The the first step is admitting it, but yeah, oh, hundred percent. I, I, hey, that's something I pride myself on now. Is just, hey, you and me both. I, I call myself out or try to. May not do it every time, but if I don't do it, some one of these people I'm hanging around quick too. It, it, I know Andy. Since you listen to the show, you've heard I've gotten a couple, well, more than a couple of things wrong. You know, since we've started doing the whole thing, <laughs> Willis will call me out in a minute. I was and, thinking about myself there. Like I did a minute ago when he said Mrs. Orm instead of Doctor Orm, I didn't say a word. But if that <laughs> oh man, if I apologize, he would have dogged me. He'd be, oh, hold on, I don't mean to call you out, but you're an idiot. 
What the hell is that noise? What happened? Uh, well, apparently uh, Fort Campbell's flying over right now. Sorry oh, about wow. that. Okay. <laughs> Man. Freaking horses and planes and... You you get anything on this show, man. Hey, they 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 heard we're uh, dropping good content tonight, and they had to figure out what was going on. Yeah, oh yeah. And just wait five minutes, and my dogs will fire up into a storm of barking and fighting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy. Next question, and and I don't know how many of these we're gonna do, so I'm gonna jump to the one that I want to hear the most. What is something that you hate? That everybody else likes a number one answer is guacamole. Ding ding ding! We have a good answer. Okay, all right. I, I'm just gonna I'm 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 gonna pause for a second first. Pause. I I realize that you all are probably in the majority. You think um, so? Well, I was gonna say so. So. My second thing was going to be that I don't know that 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 can be something that everybody else likes. Because the majority of people on this very show don't like it. Well, the majority, this very show is two people. Right now it's three. And the majority does have it, so I'm an idiot. But (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. It's... You see people eating it all the time. People get it on their tacos. Like, it comes with it. I'm like, I get that mess off there, man. I don't understand how people eat it with toast. Now, now hold on. Now, I'll agree with you here. If you're just talking about avocados, I no, I don't want you to slice up just a half-inch thick piece of avocado and put it on a sandwich. It's got to be guacamole for me to eat it. It's got to be mashed up with onions, tomatoes, uh the whole thing, a little bit of lemon juice. Guacamole. Entro. Only thing I keep thinking about right now is that song, that guacamole song running through my head for some reason. Never I don't know that song. How's it go? I am not singing. Let's hear it, bud. Nope. He <laughs> said, how's it go? <laughs> I really need to know what song it is. <laughs> oh, man. The only thing I can remember, it goes, hey, guacamole. That's all I remember. <laughs> Hell yeah. You sure you ain't talking about the Macarena, man? No, I ain't talking about the Macarena. <laughs> yeah, the Macarena does sound like that, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're clowning on here. All right. No, I, I got to know if that's a song, man. Oh, okay. There, there, is, there is a toddler guacamole avocado song. I know for a fact because my three-year-old Landry loves to listen to it. Man, you do have children, so you you would know that. <laughs> all three of us, which Willis is both now, but all three of us on here are girl dads. I just realized that. Hell yeah. Yep. few girl dads cutting it up. Wow. Holy shit. You think they'll ever listen to this, like, in the future, maybe even after we're dead and gone? Like, how will the internet even work? Will they just be able to log on to something and be like, listen to this time that my dad was so bored or you know (laughs) they just said oh we'll have a podcast and sit out here in our driveway and talk to each other in the middle of the night we're really getting in the weeds now don't even (laughs) move on uh uh what's the third question let's throw one more 
Should we throw one more yeah. at Andy so they can know him better? Give him one more. What do you got for him, Jack? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let me think here. <laughs> All right. Well, Andy. well, Willis, you, you've got the more traditional questions that we ask people. We should ask him one like one of the favorite snacks. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you like to throw on the grill the most? Like, what's your – what do you like to cook, man? Uh, give me a steak or chicken. I'm with you. All right. What, like, uh, what kind of steak, though? Where are you going with that? Uh, give me a sirloin ribeye. Now, granted, when I got some money, Let's now let's go get some porterhouses or something like that. But, okay. Okay. Man. Yeah, it it ain't like it used to be. Have a hookup at a butcher shop. Yeah, hey, I know a guy that's got some cows, man. He can hook you up. Hey, got Andy, a few. Got cows. <laughs> oh, does he? Andy, <laughs> cows, I can't be a member of the Cattlemen's Association. Andy, we're gonna have to change that, son. You got cattle. We we need you on there now. We'll see what we can do. Okay. All right. Well, well hey, let me ask y'all a question. Oh, oh okay. Uh, Lord, this is a first. I love being interrogated. Please, <laughs> not including in-state schools. If you had to root for another team, who would it be? You talking collegiate? Collegiate. You talking football and basketball both, right? Either one. So it doesn't. I don't have to root for both. Uh, I can just pick one or the other. Correct. Ooh. Ooh. I have an answer, but mine's a little complicated. Oh. I this is this is tough for me. I I may have to think on this and give you an answer before the show's over because this is this is tough for me. You you want to start a little controversy here? Can I answer? Yeah, yeah. Go. come on. I said it's complicated because oh, I like to root for the Villanova Wildcats outside of our Kentucky Wildcats, and it's complicated because I won't hold, I won't hold that against you. Jay Wright's a hell of a coach. Yeah, and he's no longer a coach there. So. <laughs> Why is it complicated? Because he he's not coaching there anymore. Like, I I've mainly liked Villanova because of him. You know, he's okay. such a cool good dude, and then. Now he's retired. Who are they going to bring in there? And well, both of y'all know mine. So, and that coach is retired also. North Carolina. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, North Carolina. We got a North Carolina fan here, folks. Ah, <laughs> uh, I I was a big big Vince Carter. No. Oh, <laughs> Tyler Hansbro. Oh yeah, that's right. Right, I forgot about that. Man, Mr. Hansbrough, and you taught me, guys. What we're talking about here, we tried to record this a couple weeks ago, and I may have already said that too. Um, I don't get a lot of sleep. I got two childrens. Um, you, I learned last time we tried to record this that Hansbrough almost came to Kentucky. I didn't even know that. You taught me something, man. Flipped in the last hour to North Carolina to play for Roy Williams as soon as he left Kansas. Yeah, you think, you think about how much different those teams could have been. What year would that have been? What was it, Andy? Like, like oh, it was oh seven, yeah. I think. But he, when did he leave? Like, oh, was he there through ten? 
Billy G, Billy G had him coming. No, no, it would it no. would have been it would have been uh, it was like t- one of Toby's last years. Okay, so maybe oh six, oh five, oh six, something like okay. that. Okay, because it, it was Tyler Hansbrough, Ty Lawson, and I think Green, and I can't remember the other two starters. Lawson, I forgot about Ty Lawson. Man, he had a heck of a run for the Denver Nuggets when he was in the league, though. Really, I didn't know that. Hansbrough. Hansbrough just stayed with the Pacers, but that's all he did. (laughs) I don't know. I'm trying to think of a team somewhere that does something really good that I wish we had at Kentucky. So, like, an example of that would be, like, Ole Miss has the Grove for tailgate. It's basically like they say that there's nothing else on planet Earth like it. Um, yeah. Or, hey, I've already t- I already told you it'd be awesome to go there this year. Yeah, no, it would. I bet or, tickets be outrageous though. Oh, you won't be able to get a ticket, Andy. There ain't no way. <laughs> no. And number one reason is because Lane Kiffin is there, and Kentucky's gonna be good this year. So, and and we've gotten several. We got a commitment just the other day from a guy that was a starter for them last year. Oh God, I forgot about my headlines, man. Well, the headlines, it's chalked up for them for a second. (laughs) Well, no, you're speaking on one of them. Oh, shit. Anyway, that's the second guy we've poached. We're getting off track. We need to back up. Well, are you you prepared to answer the question? Well, every time I think I am, then I back out. I've almost said two teams. I've almost said Florida and LSU both. I could see LSU, but I – yeah, I don't uh, accept Florida, that, but I, no. I got you on that Y'all, have, I'm going to ask you both a question because I I admit Florida is a strange one. Have you ever been on the campus? No. I've driven it, by it and went to get Krispy Kreme. Number one, it is one of that, and I've been to on LSU's too. They are both two of the most beautiful campuses I've ever been on in my life. I believe. Number two, well, I'm not going to say that one. Something that a younger person would have really enjoyed, a young male. They also have a whole lot of those walking around. Oh, coeds. Yeah. Then uh, the the football atmosphere. I mean, obviously, I love basketball, and I want us to be, like, the greatest of all time where I don't have that pressure in football. But I really love a football atmosphere. Like, it's warm outside, the tailgating being in the stadium with a shit ton of people who are all fired up and watching somebody get their teeth knocked in. So I don't know, man, I'm not going to go my final answer yet, but it's, it may end up being one of those two. When you put it like that, when you put it like that though, it makes a lot of sense because atmosphere all around. I mean, yeah, and, and Florida, you know, I like LSU a little better. Like, I don't – I, I kind of hate Florida, you know, but I also respect them because they've been in both sports. Last and, back-to-back basketball champion. Exactly. So, you have a little – like if That's if about to look, change. What's about to change? Nothing. <laughs> we'll talk about it in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Anyway, Willis, I know you want to do your headlines, but I'm, I'm kind of well. Now you got you got me thinking of other stuff now, also. <laughs> so I'm just wondering if you've ever been to Neyland. I have been to Neyland, and I watched us get our teeth kicked in, and it is a great place. But let me tell you something: I cannot 
stand tennis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't either. But I, but that the atmosphere. When you talk about atmosphere, though, that that stadium, man, it, that's yep, that's where it's at there. It's wild. They they rock and roll there. That's for sure. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a minute, but you're going to get some headlines, and you may already know some of this stuff. But I just we we need to talk about it because a lot of shits happened in the last time we've done a show. National Player of the Year, Oscar Sheebway, returning to Kentucky basketball as someone opens their door. Sorry, boys, I'm having to do a little <laughs> here. I've got dogs going crazy, and it's going to go bad for the podcast if I don't make a move. This is go- this is. I don't edit this anymore. I, there's nothing I can do. I'm sorry to everybody. That's- <laughs> I mean, oh, good lord. Number two, UK basketball signs Antonio Reeves. Number three, former Ole Miss defensive back Kedron Smith transfers to Kentucky. Number four, Kentucky flips commitment of transferring defensive back away from Appalachian State. And finally, UK woman marries cat. To get around landlords' pet restrictions. Oh, good God! Are you kidding? Me? By oh, by the way, UK is United Kingdom. It's not University of Kentucky. <laughs> okay. Well, are you gentlemen familiar with the book called the Bible? <laughs> I've heard of it. A little bit. Well, I've dabbled. Former. Old Some... Farmer. Farmer is a dog by, <laughs> owned by Jack Orham. I'm, my God, I'm sorry. but <laughs> No, this is... I've got a family of foxes that lives up uh, <laughs> <laughs> our working facility, and there are three babies, and foxes are mostly nocturnal. And uh, so I try to have the dogs put up at night now, you know, until they're big enough to kind of get away from them, defend themselves. And I heard them barking up there, and I knew what they were barking at. So I kind of felt you, like I knew. you never know what you're going to get with the Jack and Zach Talk Cat Show. No, no, you really don't. <laughs> there's, there's no way to, uh, no way to prepare for it. That's for sure. Horses and foxes and Fort Campbells and pack of dogs, anything. Okay, uh, sorry. What, what, what did you ask me? Next <laughs> thing I just, I named I named the headlines there and I, yeah. I don't, we we don't have to talk about that last one but Lord I saw that earlier and thought That's God right. I hadn't done this in forever I got to do this I was actually the one that asked you all something about the Bible this bestiality oh yeah <laughs> I don't I, that's I believe that that is named uh, is well, as an unforgivable sin so um, if I was this lady I'd tread lightly you know. Mary- <laughs> Wrong direction. Um, so that, that's quite crazy. If I was the landlord, I think that the cat would. I mean, I would put something out for it. I mean, it would the the cat would the cat would no longer be with us. Okay. Well, where do you guys want to take this? Basketball or football? Andy, I'm gonna let you make that call. Well, either way, it doesn't bother me, buddy. Um, do you want to start with basketball? We can. Cause we can certainly I'll- talk about basketball because I am hyped AF 
Our last show, I believe, was the Oscar Sheboy show or the Oscar show. And we weren't sure what was going to happen. We really, I mean, deep down, we both probably thought our boy was gone. But he's not. And I'm so freaking hyped, man. You, you can know, thank, you can thank the Kraft family for yep. part of that money. You're exactly right. Well, and they set that meeting up with Mitch McConnell. Like, that. that is an example, you know, because we, we hear about these things. Everybody always likes to talk about the people that are powerful inside their organization. And for us, effectively, those people are Joe and Kelly Kraft. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're lucky to have somebody like that in our corner, not only with immense wealth, but with connections. And so you're right. You know, they they really need a pat on the back. Yeah. For stepping up and saying, this is important to us. It's important to the state. Uh, it's important to the people that live in the state. And so we can do this. So we're going to do it. Did you happen to hear the rough, rough estimate number that well, he can potentially make next year? They said, I did not. They said two millions, what I heard. That- that's what I heard too. But then I heard that it could even get a little higher than that, Andy. Hell yeah. He deserves it. So here's the question before we like before we go into all the rest of this. If if we're just talking about NIL and Kentucky basketball moving forward, let's let's also we don't have like something like Tennessee has where they have rich people that just pool money together, and then there's like the collective, a, right? There's a committee that is, or maybe it's one or two people that are in charge of basically getting it to who needs it in the sports world. We don't have that yet, so let's just assume also that Kentucky athletics in relation to NIL actually has some room to improve, and I think that they will. So if we're getting that now for Oscar. Should we think that it going like from here forward, maybe if you're not a first round pick, you won't leave Kentucky? Because why if you're gonna be a second round pick, but you're an underclassman and you can make NIL money, now I'm not saying everybody's Oscar, but but if you can make say half a year and then get your education or even more a million dollars a year. You know, if this grows some, well, mm-hmm. wouldn't you? Aren't you going to do? Even if you get a contract in the second round and it's a little more, it's not guaranteed, so you might get nothing. Also, and think about the players that if this would have been in the yeah. past, uh, EJ Montgomery, yeah, yeah. first left, one to my mind too. EJ Montgomery, granted, he never lived up to the hype, but no. he but still he, had he, he still would, had plenty of room to grow. Sure. Ashton Hagens. Tyler, Tyler he rose first round. So I guess that's kind of that's out of the question. But he's still, a baller, baby. Um, go he. Right, man. There, there are people that have left. Did Ashton Hagens even get drafted? I don't believe so. No, he did not. Is. He went on a uh, summer league contract, and that was the last time I heard of him. Isaiah Briscoe. Yeah. Dakari Johnson. What if he was on oh, that team yeah. with Tyler Jamal Murray? That's a different you, team. You bring up Briscoe, but you got th- uh, the one thing to think about, though. Would a Br- Briscoe really would have stayed, really? Because that year that he left, you had 
Uless and Fox running he, point. Or no, excuse me, excuse no. me. You had Fox, so never mind. Scratch that. Uh, but but he he might not have stayed, but still the conversation is the same. Like yeah. now, yeah. so so the thing I guess we could also platoon. Yeah, but <laughs> the last time we did that, we didn't win a national championship. The last time the we did that, we had a good team. Let's, yeah, we, we did. get into all the details. But. Okay, now let's not talk about that at all, actually. But okay. uh, so so I don't know. I, I also feel like with Coach. His big thing is, I'm going to push these kids to do what I think is best for them as individuals. Well, if this NIL deal stuff like actually continues to grow in Kentucky, I'll just say it. Like, Kentucky may not have as many millionaires as a state like Texas or, 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 or you know, Florida, but we have so many fas- uh, uh, passionate fans that if there's a way for all of us to donate a little bit, I feel like we'll do it, really. No. I, also, I feel like what you almost didn't finish your sentence out. Like, eventually, Calipari, the best thing for these kids is going to be to stay. Yeah, you're right. I kind of got off track there. But but so that's – and if he truly – if he gets to the point where – and he may already be there – where he truly believes that – then he will start doing something I've wanted him to do forever, which is recruit the people that we already have to stay. Yeah. Keep them there. You got them there. Keep them there. Keep Johnny Juzang. Keep freaking Bryce Hopkins. Keep these kids there and let them grow without all this pressure of having to go to the NBA after a year be recruited over. You know, give them the confidence to stay through money. But also, by staying, you're giving them the opportunity to improve at a level at which they can grow. If you just throw them into the NBA, they're just another body. Like, they either have to stand out or they get thrown out of the league. So, I don't know. I feel like it could be better for us, and it could also be better for the players, but it really could be better for the NBA, too. They need to bring back Derek Willis because I'm pretty sure he did an interview after he left Kentucky when he was trying to make a make a NBA roster. Granted, he's doing great overseas, but he's uh, he did an interview talking about how it's night and day difference when you're in a G League system or something, uh, whatever it is. You're riding buses and all that. Staying in you hotels. Got, yeah. You got you got low. Uh, low expectation of people taking care of you. But at Kentucky, they take care of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and now we've kind of gotten – and if somebody else had something to say, don't just go ahead. Don't let me make it up. But back to the kind of what got us here, Oscar. And that's, that's why – The I, goat. That's why I phrased it the way I did. Cal may already be there because – he got Oscar to come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need to give Cal some credit there. Like, we beat him up on some stuff. So, when, when something good happens, we have to acknowledge it. Like, hell yes, baby. Kelly Craft and them, like, they deserve the credit for stepping up in this new NIL situation. But you can't tell me that if John Calipari had his mind made up that the best thing for Oscar was to go to the draft just because he'd get picked somewhere, that he wouldn't have done it. 
I mean, he would have done it. if if he wasn't going to be able to make money here, he would have said, go and make some money and get your family out of a poor situation. Hell you, yeah. You exactly. know. He so he deserves some credit, but the Shaden comments, too, where he said, hey, this may happen. And I think it will. Like, I mean, he's he's gone, but you bring up a good point. I got something to add at the go end ahead. of this. But, um. There's a replacement for uh, for the Shaden situation. Actually, just hit the portal today. Granted, he's probably gonna stay in the draft. But you remember Patrick Baldwin Jr. Yeah, small forward. He, he he initially was being recruited by us in Duke, and then went to Duke, right? No, he was he went to play for his dad at Milwaukee. Right. His 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 dad got fired this year, and he's in the NBA draft. He's got his name in, but. Today, or it was actually tonight, it popped up on ESPN alerts. He oh, breaking news. He entered the uh, transfer portal also, and now's the time to make a phone call to the crafts. Hey, y'all got any more money we can spare? Oh, they got plenty of money. <laughs> That's not the problem. Uh, uh, lo- love you, babe. Oh. <laughs> 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 hey. Sorry about so, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, I love to hear it. I, Willis heard me tell my wife the same thing. Just a minute, uh. we've never gotten it on the pod. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Willis is broke up about it. He don't know what. <laughs> I, I didn't know what was going on. I just heard him say, "Love you, babe." <laughs> yeah, just funny, man. Uh, oh, that's good. Oh, happy that's wife, happy life. Is he, yeah. is he on um is he on any draft boards? Uh he was a projected top ten pick. Now oh, shit, he's gone. But he had a bad year with injury and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure, when he was playing for his dad. But I just think it's interesting he actually put his name in the portal instead of and he hadn't actually hired a agent or anything like that. Okay. So it is at least something to keep an eye on. And as I told you in text messages before, Jack, now's the best time to uh, – his dad needs a job. Kid might want to come back to college, make a little money, improve his draft stock, play on a heck of a team. Hey, we got a spot open. Come be an offensive analyst, something like that. Come, come hey, work for us. Hey, we do have a spot open. Yeah, Brad we Cal Perry left. That's right. Good call. <laughs> come be an analyst. Tell his dad, come be an analyst, something like that. Get paid. You know, if he took Brad's position, he wouldn't be paid, (laughs) but Patrick would be getting paid through NIL. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I know that may not be ideal, but at least the family's generating some in. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. If if that's what it takes to get them both here, then you could at least sell it like that. But no, granted, that's a far cry from happening. I know, but it's just a. It's a theory that would be awesome to have it re- or worth see bring, happen. Worth bringing up, and I'm glad you did. Because can, I'm pretty sure Kentucky and Duke were really hot on him, and then Duke had, like, all the crystal balls towards the end. It was between his dad and Duke, and it went down to the last. Yep. They said it went down to the last minute, and he decided to stay with his dad because his final two, uh, he kicked Kentucky out of his recruitment, and it's, I'm either going to play for Kay or my dad, one of the two. He made the right choice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. And plus a backlog on that te- if he was on that team last year at Duke. You don't think he'd have started? He might have started, but I mean, Trevor Kills, he played decent, good all year. He only had two really good games all year long, but yet he, uh, and the one was <laughs> against Kentucky, and that's it. Really? Well, <clears throat> what's happening? What? Sorry, Kelsey. Uh, she was bringing the dog outside. All right. Hillary. Um. Well, what do you all want to kind of do? Roster talk. That's what I was going to say a minute ago, man. When uh, that's where I was going to go when you said something about. Okay. Who wants to say something? I don't know what you said, but. What I want you to do, Will. What's the noise? What do you want me to do? I, I, what I want you to do is start naming off the the people that are coming back, and I'm going to write them down, and then we're going to talk about them and see what position. What's going on? I don't I don't hear anything. I don't know what you're talking about, to be quite honest. Somebody's making noise, man, and the guests, the listeners are going to hear it. Andy, are you making noise that Willis can hear? Because he's not that I know of. Okay, all right. Well, Sounds I'm... like somebody's pouring himself a nice glass of ice water or something. Oh, shutting the cooler. Shutting the cooler. Who no, is that? that's that's my. Now you're hearing my dog lying down. Oh, that son of a bitch! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! I'm just kidding. Um, okay, let's Oscar. talk about him then. His name is Oscar Sheboy. Yeah. Who's next? Hey, let me say something though. Last time National Player of the Year came back. That team won a championship. Also, I can hear you breathing. Keep yeah. <laughs> back that microphone up a little bit. <laughs> oh shit, we're clowning out here. All oh. right, somebody please start naming people off. Did you hear what I just said though? No. The, oh my gosh, uh, the last time National Player of the Year came back, that team went on to win the national championship. Cool. Just saying. And then, bam, that's one year. Then then we're going to bring it back to that back-to-back year stuff. But, hey, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. All right. Severe Wheeler. He's back. Yeah. C.J. Frederick. Okay. All right. Jacob Top. He's coming back. No, he's – what's he doing? He's think, coming back. I think okay. he's back, but he, hadn't, he he's one of the ones that hasn't officially – Ware. Him and Lance Ware both have not officially, but no, should be coming back. I thought Ware had officially. Okay, Lance Ware's coming back. Did, did, did he, Andy? I can't remember now. No, he's never put anything out, but Damn, he'll I be back. He, did. he should yeah. be back. Yeah. Okay. Look what we got building there. And Damian Collins, who sh- should have some good stuff in him, is coming back. No doubt. And then you got two solid freshmen. Casey Wallace and Chris Livingston. Okay. That's all I got. Reeves, the new transfer. Yep, the one transfer. Oh, yeah, Antonio. My bad. Okay, that's, that's two, four, six, eight. That's nine people. Need need Shaden to come on back. You've got Shit. point guard. You have a combo guard in Wallace. You have a two guard in CJ. You have a three in Livingston. 
a four in Toppin and Collins. One of them could probably play the five, too, and then Ware and Oscar at the five. So you're good at the four and the five. You got a squad. What is Reeves? Is he a three or a four? He is a six six wing. So he plays the he plays he plays the two or he can they say he can handle the ball a little bit. Well, if he can play the two now, if he's on that end of being a three, yeah. If he he could do that, you know, if he had to, then I feel pretty good about it. But honestly, I don't know the position. I probably feel the worst about is. Maybe point guard. Yeah, I mean, who's backing up Severe? I mean, Kaysen can back him up, Kaysen, but you kind of rather probably have him at the two, wouldn't you, Andy? Yeah. I would rather have, and nothing against him, I would almost rather have anybody at point guard than Severe Wheeler being being the, the, the reason I say that, only reason I say that is... If a point guard can shoot, it can open up the lane. It can open up the whole floor. Oh. You had he's not a Darren Fox, John Wall type when it comes to speed, athleticism. That is true. Those guys, yeah. Fox developed a shot. John Wall never did. Hey, he's got all summer to develop that shot. Well, oh, yeah, I hope he does. Even let's just say he comes back and he's the exact same. Let's say he's he ain't exact. bad. He ain't bad if he is exact. He's an uh, SEC assist leader. You can't take that away from him. He's bad, but I think it's important, and I'm not the one that thought this up, but I heard it and thought it was exactly right. He's almost just as good as the people around him. Like whenever when his when people are hitting shots and he can distribute and they space the floor where he can drive and get those crazy layups he does. And that layup scares me every time he goes up with it. Scares me too, but he hits it like probably sixty percent of the time. Maybe, yeah. and he they say sixty percent of the time it works every time. <laughs> but uh, you're you're not wrong, Andy. If if I had if that's the thing, if Shaden had come back, I, I would say. <laughs> I'd say put or Wallace at the one, and then at the two you can rotate. You know you can put CJ in there and play Shaden at the three, or you can play Shaden at the two and Livingston at the three, and Toppin or Collins at the four and Oscar at the five. That team right there is dirty squad. You know, Toppin's Toppin's good. I mean he could shoot it a little bit last year. So yeah. If he works on his shot and he can – I mean, he doesn't even have to be as good as P.J. at shooting to make a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, Get him, he, get him dogs. Get a little better. <laughs> See, that's what I'm really hoping about uh, Collins develops, that sh- develops more of a mid-range and three-point shot to expand, and it, c- it could get deadly if they can all shoot except Oscar. But granted, Oscar, if he can keep shooting that free throw line extended shot and making it, then the floor is open for Severe to do whatever he needs to do. I I, I am a little scared too, if I'm being honest, because I've <laughs> that Casey Wallace 
and Chris Livingston are both only so-so shooters. But they can defend, baby. Yeah, but you got to be able to score, man. I mean, throw it to CJ. He's lighting it up like Wiltshire did, baby. It's going to happen, man. We got a squad coming. I forgot to name one guy that might come back. And I don't know how we feel about it. That's Keon Brooks. Honestly, I hope he transfers. Because if he comes back, in my opinion, it's Cal's going to want to play him because he feels obligated. And. He's not going to want to hurt his feelings. But yet, you have Toppin, Chris Livingston, that have a higher ce- potentially a higher ceiling than Keon and can do can potentially do more for the team. I just think it would be better if he didn't come back. I hate to say that, I mean, because he's devoted three years to the team. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thankful for everything he did, but I'll be honest, every time he shot the ball from three, I, it scared me. I wanted to close my eyes. Well, I hope he comes back. Now that you say all that, we need to. <laughs> we need. He's that's awesome that he'd come back for his senior year. That's never happened with a guy like that. And and uh, except for Oscar freaking Sheepway. Well, uh, this is Oscar's second year with Kentucky, though. But the only but, other only other person to actually do that was Alex Poitras. Yep. Yeah. So I, I mean, and and Poisers didn't play a ton his senior year. He might, he might have got hurt though, didn't he? That no, was that was senior year. That okay. was his, no, that was his senior year. Yeah, it that, was. What? Yeah, because he, he's a part that's of the who they, that's who they need to guard Sam Decker in the Final Four game. That wasn't no, his last year, huh? That wasn't his last year. He played another year. No, he that was his. He left with uh, the Twins and Towns and all them. I thought. Did he really? I thought that was the year. He, I think he, that was his senior year, yeah. But but, but Chris Livingston is going to play. He's not going to play Keon Brooks over Chris Livingston. Somebody needs to fact check that. <clears throat> uh, I disagree with you, Willis. Okay. He, he will most certainly play Keon Brooks. The problem is going to be it's not Chris Livingston that's going to sit. Well, then you don't disagree with me then. No, you, you – I thought you said that he would sit. What'd you say? Now I've got myself. I said he's not going to not play Chris Livingston. He's not going to set Chris Livingston and, and play Keon over him. He I might have said it differently. That's what I was. Ma- okay, about. you're you're right. He'll play them. <laughs> he'll play them both. But what that means is is that the two people that I think Andy was probably right have more potential than him. Damian Collins with his shot blocking and playing above the rim and being fast and getting down the floor and then Toppin with his electricity and his lockdown defense. Toppin can play defense on almost anybody on the floor at any time. Why why do you guys think he will play? Because he's so big on that loyalty. Why did he play him this year, Willis? Why did in the final game of the year, how come Toppin did not touch the floor in the Jacob second Toppin half? Jacob Toppin was bad. I'm sorry, but the game at Kansas when Keon Brooks like went off for 20 points. I told you that was a bad. It, did, it didn't matter what he did for the rest of the year. Cal was going to play him, and he was going to tell him to shoot. That's it. I got we, the Alex Poitras, by the, the way. And, and, and here we go again. I hate to talk about this, you know, the best chef at McDonald's shit again, but if if you lose in the first round, 
you don't need to bring your whole team. I'm, I'm sorry. You, you need to make some changes because the people that you've got in your starting lineup are not getting it done. Now, you, some of them, were, you could say they were heard, uh, you know, all this stuff. And I don't know whether to believe this or not, to be quite honest, but the stuff Kellen Grady talking about how he was hurt all year. And, and I, you know, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know if that's right or not, but either way, if you're not getting it done, you're not getting it done. And Keon Brooks overall was a disappointment for me. Yes. When you have that kind of talent, when you're that good, when you're the Indiana Mr. Basketball and you break all these records and then you come to Kentucky and you have three years to get it right and your coach gives you chance after chance after chance, I'm sorry that he, his performance thus far to me has been a disappointment. I want you to be like PJ. When you come back, come back and be different. Don't be yeah. the same, dude. I heard that. I heard that. Come back and be different. And I think Jacob Toppin and Damian Collins, if you give them the minutes, they'll be different. I believe Damian, Damian Collins. Collins. He, we barely saw him. Right. I believe Damian we Collins will truly him. be that. Alabama game was the only game that he truly got to play, and he played his butt off. If he can be even Marcus Lee. If he can just be Marcus Lee, then that is huge for us next year. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, just making sure. By the way, interrupt for just a second. Uh, he was from the 2012 to 2016 class. Alex yeah. Boyce's was. Okay, so he did play with Euless and them. Yeah. <clears throat> because he got hurt and that – his position is who would have been Garden Decker in that final four. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember Trey Lyles getting burned up like he stole <laughs> something. All right, anyway, so I, I feel like we need another shooter, if I'm being completely honest. Jacksonville State. Or is that the South, white South, boy with the headband? South Dakota State, excuse me. Is that the one? Yeah, South Dakota State, Jack Rabbit transfer. Do not ask me his name. I cannot remember it. Have you seen this cat, Willis? I saw a, a post about him earlier, but I didn't get to look at it. Well, he's pulling up. He's being recruited by everybody. And I, I'm not talking about to get a cheeseburger. He is pulling up. Baylor Shreeman? That's yep. him. Shearman? I'm going to say it. That's him. Yeah, that's the picture I saw. I was like, that boy don't look like a baller, but I bet he's got something in him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. We've kind of beat the roster up, but I think we'll be good. I mean, obviously, you're going to be good. You got Oscar coming back and severe. And I think the freshmen overall, like, I think Livingston and Wallace are an upgrade from Grady, uh, Mints, and Ty Ty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to look at it like that, that may not be the way to look at it. But I feel like with their defense and a little bit more size, probably a little bit more athleticism, that's probably an upgrade, don't you think? I'm yes. I, I'm down. I'm still a little down on Cal. I'm not gonna lie, oh. but I, I am not down on the 
potential of the roster that he has right now. You I'll don't like this? No, he I said he's not. I'm not down on the roster. Oh, or, not down on it. I thought you. I thought you. Not, I thought you meant like down is in cool with it. I'm not. I'm not oh. down with this. <laughs> uh, My bad. Yeah, I could see where that would mix you up. Yeah. Uh, so you don't think we need another shooter, Andy? No, I think we do. But with what they have now, I think they can win games next year as long as Cal doesn't try to play a two-big system or sure. something like If he plays to the strengths of the team instead of reverting back to how he did this past year, which drove me personally up the walls yep. watching him play that away again then they have a shot I mean they have Kentucky on their chest they have a potential shot every year that's true put the team on your back though so here's another thing can you beat North Carolina <laughs> they I did see uh, projected top 25 North Carolina number one number two Kentucky well, I, I think uh, – I mean, I think obviously Duke will be really, really, really good too because of their recruiting class. I hope they're terrible. Uh, I do too. I, I'd love nothing better than for that guy to crash and burn us never to hear from Duke basketball ever again in our lives. <laughs> because wouldn't it be great – and it, it, I don't think it's likely, but the possibility does exist for them to do what UCLA does, have one great coach and that's it. I mean, yeah, UCLA has a good coach now, but what did they do this year? Were they in the Final Four? I mean, they were last year, but to be quite honest, there are a whole lot of people that can say they've been one year to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I would really like for that to happen to Duke. You know, become mediocre, please, for the love <laughs> of God. Did you realize that they already have the number one recruiting class for – Next year, yeah, they're killing it, bro. They're we're getting we're getting stomped for if we're being honest, we're getting stomped. If yeah. if Wagner doesn't go to Kentucky, and granted, Don't every every kid should do what they want to, but oh, that yeah. that is going to. Now, did you see where they didn't hire gonna work. grandfather? Yes. What's that going to do to you when if Wagner doesn't go to Kentucky? If Wagner doesn't go to Kentucky, it's you. I'll put it like this: you have Shane Sharp. I do not. I don't personally consider him a actual Kentucky no. player because uh-uh, he never. Yeah, he never put, when's the last time Cal got a top the top tier recruit to actually not get? But play at Kentucky, and his name was Scal Labca. That's his name. Are we telling jokes now, or what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, no. But you asked. You asked. That was the last number one recruit he got. Ooh, that's scary. It, but it's the truth, is it not? Fox, yeah. Fox and Monk were both top ten for sure, maybe top five, but Studs. they weren't number one. The crazy thing is Monk was uh, higher than Fox. Shit, Malik Monk was good, dude. He was a couple studs right there. 
they were both honestly fire. They were so good. And Bam out of the same year. God, we should have won all that three, title that year. All three yeah, of but, them. But, Dude, you almost did. You the the you played the national championship game in the Elite Eight and you lost on a last second shot. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. The North Carolina and Kentucky were the best two teams that year, and we played them twice. Both games were shootouts. I mean, the game in Vegas, Monk had forty seven to beat them. Yeah. And then we had them beat. Had them beat. And lost on a last second shot to go to the final four, and then they went on to win. I mean, that's that was your national championship game right there. Mm-hmm. Squad. Um I don't I don't know how we got to where we are. <laughs> I don't either. Nah, we were just talking about something. <laughs> What is happening, man? Somebody's getting whooped. <laughs> that was somebody's face getting hit by something. Andy, are you okay? Yeah, I had to go uh, get the dog untangled out from the I knew somebody trampoline. was getting the Good Lord. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Um, boy, I really don't remember where we, where we <laughs> well, were. Well, we were talking about his last good recruit, and then we got back to those 26 times. He was talking about, okay, Andy, so this is what it is for me. If he, if DJ Wagner doesn't come to Kentucky, it's going to kind of be like the Shaden Sharp thing. I won't lose my mind unless what? he goes to Louisville. Oh, God. Then I I'm going to go. Then, well, I mean, he might, just like he might have come to Kentucky. But, he also might go to the league. So it's, I don't know, man. It's, oh, not, is that a, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's an option for any of them to go pro. He's the number one player in the class. Like he could get a deal from, uh, the, whatever that thing is out there in California or the G League at night. Yeah. I mean, he's he going to get a deal like he did at Kentucky, though. Well, he may, he may not, but also that's a year, over a year away. And they may adjust and say, okay, well, now with NIL, we're going to have to start paying our players more. I'm just saying, even even now, you know, even before Kenny Payne got hired at Louisville, they were saying, okay, well, the crystal ball is 100% to Kentucky. But if you listen to guys on the radio that talk to the people that knew, they're like, okay, well, it's not a done deal. Like, yeah, we've got a great relationship, obviously. And yeah, we're favored, and yeah, we think we'll get him, but it is not a done deal. It's ne- when somebody's that good, it is never a done deal. Oh, it's also actually fifty-fifty Kentucky Louisville now. Yeah, but today some big news came out. They're not hiring his grandfather at Louisville. That's huge. If they'd hired the grandfather, as far as I'm concerned, strike up the band. He's going to freaking Louisville. So that was big, and I wouldn't have if he would went to Louisville with his granddad being there. Would have changed completely changed my outlook on it. Granted, it hadn't happened; he hadn't committed anywhere yet. Yeah, I just hypothetically, if his granddad would have went there, I would at least my look would have been different because it'd been like, well, that's the 
last three number one <laughs> players that yep. Cal's gone for. Brother, sure. Cade Cunningham's brother, was an assistant coach. Uh, Penny Hardway gets hi- Penny Hardway gets hired at uh, Memphis and for James Wiseman. Yep, and then he would be the third one. Yep, that's right. And I mean, really, Zion too. Well, I don't. I, I don't, know I, I don't put Zion in that category just because his. Well, besides his mom getting paid, technically, yeah. she got paid by Duke. Yeah, <laughs> she, she was on the she actually she was on the payroll for some reason. Yeah, so I mean it's it, it's it's not the same, but he still missed out on a guy that he thought he had. You know, he built the rest of his class around that, and and y'all know because you both made fun of me how crazy I've been about Reed Shepard, and it's it's not because. It's not because I think Reed Shepard's like the best kid on planet Earth, like the best basketball player, or that I think he's going to come to Kentucky and like do the unthinkable and be this crazy. No, no, that's not why I'm all over Reed Shepard. I was all over Reed Shepard, number one, because of who his mama and dad are, Stacy Reed and um, Jeff Shepard. And number two, that he is from the state of Kentucky – He's a Kentucky fan, and he is a top 50 player and has been since maybe sophomore year high school. But the other thing, and this is huge, is that Reed Shepard would be probably twice as good his freshman year at Kentucky if he has D.J. Wagner right there with him. Oh, if he's got somebody to help. So that that's huge to me because – if if you lose DJ Wagner and you can't get a replacement for him, it's going to be tough with Reed. I mean, it's going to be really tough because people are going to have these high expectations and they're not going to realize everything just changed. Like the whole outlook of what your team is going to play like has just changed overnight because, I mean, Reed can play combo. They both can. You'd essentially have two combo guards on the floor at once. The number two uh, point guard, I think he is in that in their class, actually just came back available. And Chin Coleman had a quote saying he told him at a uh, event like last weekend or something like that. I don't lose twice. Talking about Robert Dillingham. Oh yeah. Well, I hope he gets him. Oh, he's man, a, that's a John Doe Academy boy. He's a potential uh, – there's talks of him being a reclass too, and he would actually be a Imani Bates-style player where yeah. he would actually have to be in college for two years or yeah. some sort of system like that for two years yeah, before he could go. So Something else that I think is worth noting before we, you know, Go what it tell what we're gonna go to next. Kind of got tongue tied right there. Getting deep into the show though, I don't know. How, yeah, how what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I think it's important to talk about as far as basketball recruiting, the fact that Duke lost their ace to Louisville. Yes, and then Duke tried to come after <laughs> our young guy Jay Lucas, and that says a lot. And then he turned them down. So, 
like for all the recruiting losses we've taken to Duke, I think it's very, very, very important for momentum for up for us that they tried to then come get our recruiter and they lost that battle. We kept him. Cause I think that sends some messages. Number one, it means that they thought that he was good enough that they wanted him to come there and continue to beat us to get people. Well, we're, we're going to find out about how good our coaching staff is with pitches and everything else when it comes down to that Baylor kit, uh, Baylor guy that we t- mentioned earlier, just because you have mm-hmm. the Dukes, you have Arkansas, Every top-tier program is trying to get him to go to Kentucky and Grinning. He trimmed his list down to 10. Only one, only two uh, teams I know that are on it that I've seen or actually paid attention to was Duke and Kentucky. Yeah. But, I mean, that could be a big win for the staff and the school if they could potentially get to add a player of his caliber that can shoot the ball from anywhere on the court. Sure. And then that would go to completely open it up. And that goes back to your severe Wheeler point. That makes it where if you don't have a point guard that can shoot, like I was talking about, Mm -hmm. 10 times better because the floor is open and he can do that uh, flip, flip layup that he likes to do. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all that. Um, Willis, do you have anything else for basketball? A little different uh, route here, but yes, I do. Cat of the day, cat of the day. (laughs) Here comes that what? Cat of the day. Now, this is a female cat of the day, and I think we've already done her before, possibly. But she's in the news too much lately. We got to we got to give it to her. It's Ryan Howard. Now, number one draft pick, baby, sitting with a select group of folks. You talking about Tim Couch, John Wall, Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, and then bam, it's her. I, did I leave anybody off? Yes, you did. Oh Lord, I knew I was going to do it. Sam again. Tim, John. Anthony Davis, cat. There you go. I said I said all them, man. There's <laughs> <laughs> only five, then, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Five. Oh my god! Thanks. I thought you, I thought you left off John Wall at first. <laughs> no, oh no. I really I did think you left somebody off, Andy. <laughs> I said I'm, all four of them. I we'll, guess we'll, we'll rewind it back and see. I guess the tape will tell. It sure will. But listen, that's impressive right there. But I wanted to say one more thing about why she's my cat of the day this week. Here's a quote from her. Like, she was asked recently why she didn't look at potentially transferring from Kentucky. Here's some stuff she said. I just don't like to quit or give up, especially with what we had established as a program as players. So I felt like it would have been kind of tough to just throw that away and throw all that hard work away that me and my teammates put together. I'm a competitor, and I don't like to quit on anything, so I had to stay there and finish the process. I love that so much. It's awesome, man. And 
I, this kind of would have went with some transfer talk if we would have got into it because I hate the damn transfer rules now. I thought, which you and I were talking earlier, Jack, maybe it's not as bad as I thought, but I thought anybody could go anywhere they want anytime now. I thought that's what it was like, but mm-hmm. but Lord. Not, not quite, but it's it's, uh, it's more than it ever has been, I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, no doubt. So I, I can, expect that of her. Let me ask you a question. How can you be a coach? Say you do not like the transfer portal really, or I'm not a coach, or a NIL, but yet your number one player that helps you win a national title was a transfer. Yeah, Bill Self. He, uh, <clears throat> your comment, her, your, you commenting about her made me think of his quote. His, I, I do want to backtrack myself also. Uh, Oscar Sheboy, we got him so. I don't hate it completely, but I hate it to what it is. But I didn't—I didn't know that about Mister Self. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, but he's trying to get that Baylor kid too now. What okay. He, he, here's here's the thing with Bill Self. He's not totally wrong. Uh, first, he's a good basketball coach. I like him. I respect him. I'm glad he's in college basketball. I think he's added a lot to it. Okay. That said, he's a good coach. I think that sometimes the stuff he says leads me to believe that he's just not either a the most well spoken dude ever, or he's just not that smart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and Matt Jones laid this out perfectly, so I'm not going to go off through the the hypocrisy of his comments. I'll just say this, Andy, you're exactly right with the thing of you can't basically bite the hand that feeds you but even more than that i i i and this is a fine line i get it i really like the ryan howard comments of saying okay you know i'd committed here you know this is what i was gonna do this is not forever this is my what i'm doing for college you know i'm gonna go on play somewhere else or even if i haven't you know this will end my sports career and i'll go on and do whatever i'm gonna do in my actual career um and i applaud those people that say i'm not gonna quit and i do think the transfer portal has kind of gotten to the point where if somebody's not happy over something little, they say they throw their hands up and they say, "Okay, well, I'll just transfer because it's so easy to do it." Are you talking about Devin Askew and uh, Baker when you well, when you say that? I'm talking about a whole bunch of people, <laughs> maybe not even all even people that have gone to Kentucky just across basketball. I, I guess what I'm getting to is though, you know, Bill Self, those comments were ridiculous. But at the same time, for some reason, me personally, I do view it different for a coach. So I, I, I do think that it's a little different when they say, oh, well, coaches are allowed to move to a new job, you know, but, but players can't. Okay, well, I don't think those two things are exactly the same. I think that when you're talking about a student athlete, okay, well, you've always been able to transfer. You know, you can transfer, but you just sit out a year. And the only reason they did that is so people didn't build super teams like they do in the NBA. But when you're a coach, that's that's your career. Like, that's it for you. You yeah. If you get a better offer, you have to take it. Like, this is not – that's about 
I mean, moving on to a bigger goal. And you can say, oh, well, it's the same thing for basketball. Well, maybe so, but. I agree with that. I, I don't like, know. I, I like both I like sides the, of it, I guess, is what I'm saying. I like the transfer portal for, to an extent. <clears throat> I agree with what you ju- exactly what you just said. But my thing about the transfer portal is, if you, if your coach leaves, yeah, you should be able to leave. If something's going yeah. on and like you're being recruited over more than one year, yeah, I understand that you want to be able to go somewhere and play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But take like the two names I just said, Baker and Ashu. Both of them started out Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Both of them transferred. Thank God, Devin Askew transferred. <laughs> and then Devin Askew just entered the portal. And then last year, after Baker was at. Arizona, he transferred again. I, I just want to I, I want to take a second while I've got you on here, Andy, and you just brought him up. You just made me think of something. <clears throat> so you've been somebody that's a little hard on Calipari for some stuff he does, and I'm just saying that is kind of a fact. I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. It's a bad thing. It is. No, it is. it's not a bad thing at all. Okay, but I'm going to say this too now. It's a bad thing. Two years ago. Two years ago, everybody was saying, oh, Chris Beard, that, you know, Chris Beard is, if if something happens, that's that's who we need to get. I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm not saying Chris Beard isn't a great coach. I think he is. But when we criticize Calipari, we need to remember, the people that we're talking about that we would potentially or could potentially replace him with, this is a dude that took Devin Askew in the transfer portal, and when he committed, he said he was going to be one of the all-time great point guards that he had ever coached. There has been no bigger strikeout in the world of strikeouts ever in existence, ever. And I'm not saying nothing bad about the kid or nothing like that. But I also think that that's interesting you bring that up because you have two top-tier coaches, Cal and Beard. But, yeah. And they both thought they struck gold with this kid. Well, I don't know if Cal thought he struck gold. If you'll remember, he missed out. He, on- yeah, he was supposed he was supposed to be backing up Kay Cunningham. You're right. Yeah, and and Devin Askew, they, he was supposed to go to Louisville for full-ass Chris Mack. So, I think part of the reason we even took him in the first place was just so that Louisville didn't get him. Is that how you you felt about Bryce Hopkins, too? Well, no, not really. But, I mean, did it play a factor? Maybe. But I feel like we didn't – like, when we got Devin Askew, we didn't know what we were going to do at point guard. We didn't know what was getting ready to happen. And that was – I mean – those were rocky times. And the only, only thing I can say is, thank goodness, I hate it for the guy because what he had to deal with, but Davion Mintz. Yeah. Be- because if it weren't for him running point, when Cal finally just said he, he's got to do it, mm-hmm. would they have even won nine games? I don't, I don't know. I guess my point saying all that was – Everybody can bitch at Cal, and there's times that we should, but we always need to remember mm-hmm. we have to keep our a perspective, not from a U.K. fan, but just as like a fan of the game. 
or we're going to get lost to where we really are in this pecking order, and we're going to get lost to how good we have it. Even though things aren't perfect. And and you know, Andy, you know better than anybody, because I've talked to you about being unhappy with Cal, and I'm pissed off about this Shade and Sharp thing, and I've told you both. When he officially says, like, I'm gone, gone, hide your kids, hide your wife, because the next (laughs) podcast we do, I'm getting ready to go the F off. But 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 see the thing is, much like Rick Patino at Louisville, he's an easy target because he's the head coach. I'm not yeah. even saying that it, he's not the one we should hold responsible, but we need to be reasonable mm-hmm. with the things that we bitch about. And you know what I've I've, I've bitched, complained everything about Cal to you, to everybody that I've talked to. But yet, there's one thing that care, that cures everything. That's right. Win. That's right. And I don't think he's got to go out and win a national title next year by any means. Put a team on the court that has potential for it, which I think he has minus hopefully get a, a surprise point guard transfer or get that Baylor kid that can shoot the ball like crazy. And and what'd you say, Willis? You said after last after this season was over, you said, I love Cal. I would rather have no one other than him. Mm-hmm. But it's becoming harder and harder to defend him. So he yeah. does he does he does have to win. Because like, it, it has to happen. It does. That's why I said that. And granted, he wins this conversation, every conversation that I've had with you through text message and all that, Jack, and everybody else, is null and void. And and as I've said to you and everybody else, I'll be happy to eat my words. Yeah. But we have to see it happen. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. At some point, you can only only (laughs) talk so much. You have to do. But... uh... Y'all gonna see. I don't know, man. I think I think he. I, I'm like you. I think we got a a decent team coming in. They they could be a good team, and um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we, I mean, a little bit excited, man. Like, we're not as excited as we should be. We talk about we don't talk about him enough. Player of the year coming back. We, we're gonna be good, man. Let's let's be excited too. That's. I mean, oh, I'm excited to see him on the court, no doubt. I'm what, excited to what, see them incoming freshmen too. Them dudes are ballers. I don't know if you're not watching stuff on them. They're good. No, I haven't really. He shut down the only the only other player I wish Kentucky would have gotten. And the funny thing is, it came down between Nick Smith and Casey Wallace, and Casey Wallace actually shut him down defensively. But my God, Nick Smith can score that basketball like. Yeah. It ain't nobody's business. And he's getting ready to roast us twice. And we – he should I, I, I would not I, – I'd be hesitant on that because both times – Who's guarding him? Uh, Cason Wallace. He's Cason guarding Wallace. Cason Wallace has guarded him in both uh, the Jordan and – Who's the, guarding the two guard for them? Because he plays the one, doesn't he? 
he plays both. One don't even say two. don't even say severe Wheeler's dog ass because both of them are like six four. Can we can oh, we go, can we, can we go ahead and just start doing offense defense uh, in and out? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. That's why I have my doubts because some of these matchups are not good for us on the guards. No, they're not. They're just let's be honest. They're not. If you have an elite point guard and you have a two guard that can even shoot, you know, forty percent from three, we're we're getting ready to struggle with you. I'm Let's, sorry. They just need to go back to the you know, how it was with Fox, Monk, and Bam, and I think the Ulysses and Murray team outscore them. That's your best bet. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying they kid, the kids can't play defense. Y'all have probably watched them more than I can or, or more than I have. But I do worry, man, I worry about Severe's defense. He's the one, man. He is the one. He's the he's the biggest question mark all around on he the is. team. And, it's and a good thing he's got time to work on them that's questions. True. You got. But like we were talking about earlier, if you get that shooter and you can bump Kaysen down to the one, maybe not all the time, but maybe the last five minutes or you know, if you need to go on a run or something, and you put CJ and whoever that other person is, maybe it's Reeves, maybe it's the white boy with his hair up. I don't know, but I mean, then you change a lot, I think, especially on defense, assuming that CJ is not a liability, which I don't know. I have no idea. You got three top defenders that will more than likely be starting next year. And, well, let's just go ahead and say four with Oscar. The only thing that hurts him is the real tall, athletic, NBA-style player. But yep. between Toppin, Kaysen, and Chris Livingston, and Oscar, mm-hmm. four of your five can play defense. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, point guard, defensively. Man, if you had Nick Smith coming in on this team. Oh, let's not stop. I've already told you all that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm he he's na- he is nasty with a basketball in his hand. Why y'all want to talk about what we don't got? Because he's because, that good. And he wanted to come here. That's the well, thing. Like, and that's what burns me up about the uh, yeah because Sharp they took Sky and, and and then Sharp too. But Sky, well, no Sky. Sky was already committed. But if Sky would have left, and if Sharp would have never committed, you would have had Nick Smith with. Those other two. Well, and then I wouldn't be having any of this conversation with y'all, would I? That's very true. Oh, Maybe. we'd be having a conversation. We'd be having a conversation about us being preseason number one. That's yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Well, all hey, right. we're going to be all right. I had a really good time doing this tonight. Me I, too. There's I some can't football believe stuff. how long we've gone. Lord Jesus. Oh, we sorry, folks. <laughs> There's some football stuff, but honestly, it's nothing we're that's time-sensitive, and we got we'll plenty to save it. We appreciate you coming on, Andy. If hey, you could do me a favor, man, holler at Brandon, say whatever he can do to come on, we would love All to right. have him on. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll see what I can do. Yep, no doubt. Okay. Andy Knight, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you joining us, helping us get through this show after a month off. Hey, I appreciate you inviting me, buddies. I guess right, going to do it, folks. 
Well, thanks for hopping on, Andy. Willis, it's a pleasure as always. Go Cats. Go Cats. What you talking about, Lacuzia?